Hello and welcome to Fanbyte Daily for Tuesday, August 25th, 2020. I am your host, editor-at-large for Fanbyte.com, John Warren. I'm here every single weekday to run through the news and games entertainment in less than 10 minutes. We've got a lot to cover today, so let's get to it. In reaction to Apple's removal of Fortnite from the App Store, Epic filed for the game to be restored to the platform while their lawsuit against the tech giant went forward. Apple had also threatened to block distribution of Unreal Engine updates to the many developers who use the engine to create games and apps. U.S. District uh, Court Judge Yvonne Gonzalez-Rogers gave a mixed ruling on those two matters Monday evening, uh, saying Fortnite doesn't have to go back on the App Store and Apple cannot reasonably block Epic from distributing Unreal Engine updates in the storefront. Judge Rogers says removing updates to Unreal Engine would impact the entire games industry in a way that feels very separate from the conversation happening between Epic and Apple. Rogers went on to say in a ruling that Apple doesn't have to put Fortnite back in the App Store until Epic complies to the terms and conditions they agreed to when they entered the platform. Alright, so where does that leave us? Uh, both sides return to court in September, but until then it looks like we're in a pretty clear space. Uh, Fortnite will stay off the App Store until Epic removes their third-party payments platform. Not sure if I see that happening. Uh, Apple has to keep distributing Unreal Engine, which seems pretty reasonable to us. Uh, Phil Spencer over at Microsoft agrees. Uh, who helped file a statement in support of ordering that Apple must continue distributing Unreal Engine updates. Until September, maybe the story will get a little bit quieter. Following a mass exodus of employees from Skullgirls and indivisible developer Lab Zero Games amid the troubling behavior exhibited by studio head Mike Zamont, Skullgirls IP holder Autumn Games and the developer of the game's mobile version, Hidden Variable Studios, released a statement supporting those employees and declaring Skullgirls will continue existing without the work of Lab Zero. Some of the employees who left Lab Zero have been tagged by Autumn Games to continue to work on Skullgirls independently. Zamont's influence over the 2012 fighting game cannot be understated, but separating him from the franchise could potentially save it before being completely tanked by this series of events. Frogware, the developer of Eldritch horror mystery game The Sinking City, has removed the game from Steam amid a developing legal battle with their publisher Nacon. Frogware claims Nacon has been consistently late with payments owed from sales of the game and has developed a pattern of odd behavior, including developing a tabletop game with the IP that Frogware owns. Nacon has also done strange things like putting Big Ben Interactive, who developed the tabletop game, as the developer of the video game and obfuscating which studio actually owns the IP to the franchise. Nacon recently purchased another studio that was developing a Lovecraft horror game and asked for the source code to the sinking city. Nacon, having no claim to the source code, was instead taken to court and as part of that process has had their access removed from the digital sales of the game through Steam. So yeah, that's why you can't get the sinking city on Steam right now. Wholesome Direct had a pint-sized installment this morning showcasing nine games that are designed to make you feel all comfy cozy. Uh, we have a full list with a link to the 15-minute event over at Kenneth Shepard's post about it on fanby.com, but I would like to call your attention to Paparazzi, the video game where you take photos of dogs that are living their best lives. That's it. Just cool dogs doing cool stuff and taking photos of that, of that stuff. Definitely looking forward to checking that out. 
Uh, finally, Bloomberg reported early this morning that the long-rumored, more powerful version of the Nintendo Switch is slated for release in 2021. The strategy to wait till next year is pretty obvious. They don't want to get in the way of the increasingly bizarre and frantic holiday season release for the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X. Although that would whip, honestly, just a free-for-all. Consoles everywhere. Uh, anyway, maybe the surprising bit of news coming out of this report is the expectation that this new Switch will support 4K resolution. In the past years, it was expected that a more powerful Switch might be on the horizon, but not that it would attempt resolution parity with Sony and Microsoft. The plan, according to the report, is to release the new Switch with an exciting slate of new games that appeal to casual fans and hardcore gamers alike. Listen, it's none of my business, and I'm certainly not one of the big brain geniuses over at Nintendo, but it does seem like maybe this is when we're going to see Breath of the Wild too, huh? That checks out. Uh, Bloomberg didn't say or even speculate about when the announcement of the new Switch will drop, but uh, I can't wait. Uh, that's it for today's Fanby Daily. Uh, join us again tomorrow where we'll probably speculate a bit on what we could see at Gamescom this week ahead of Thursday's opening ceremonies. In the meantime, check out all of our shows at fanby.com slash podcasts. Uh, Fanwith was a particularly good episode today. You should go check that out. And uh, yeah, thanks for hanging out and y'all have a great night. <laughs>